now, meanwhile, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Okay, no fancy intros. We gave you mofos a week and change. You know what we're talking about, so you can't say we didn't give you time. Welcome to not only another edition, but a grand edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Labor later episode 129 i'm one of your hosts the cap aka steve rogers aka the straw that stirs the drink and joining us as always are my avengers first we have the man who like who's pretty much like our tony stark he's also known as the guy who spits in your drink mfg mike the finance guy and i do (laughs) listen i'm not the nicest guy in the universe because i'm the smartest and being nice is something stupid people do to hedge their bets (laughs) <laughs> Rick. Of course. Oh, Rick. <laughs> and that other voice you hear is our Dr. Banner, aka Hulk, also known as the guy who tastes your drink after Mike spits in it and says, Oh, it isn't so bad. R2 yeah. Square, we're off the tech. It adds a little extra flavor to it. Whoa, that yeah. sounds nasty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as I was watching the movie and I see Thanos throwing Gamora over to get the Soul Stone. I thought to myself, man, a real narcissist would have to throw themselves over just to get the soul stone. <laughs> you think, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. All right, guys. So we're not going to make any, any, um, we're not, we're not going to procrastinate. You know what we're here for. We're here to review the movie that has broken records, broken hearts, and broken minds with the ending. We will be reviewing the Marvel movies production known as avengers endgame but first mike knows what it means to be up on your world of geekery so he is here to provide you with the whispers and the goings on so give your attention please because guess what he's here with wait for it the quick news and now the quick news with mike the finance guy and Ralph and Cap. Oh, this is going to be very quick, and it's all about death. So here we go. Damn. Yep. The galaxy has lost another star. Actor Peter Mayhew, best known to audiences as Chewbacca, passed away on April 30th. The seven foot three inch British native's first film appearance was in 1977, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger, in which he played the Minotaur. After answering a casting call for Star Wars, Mayhew received the role of Han Solo's BFF. The role of Chewbacca was originally offered to David Prowse, but Prowse decided he wanted to play some little-known character as Darth Vader instead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mayhew played the famous Wookiee in five feature films, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, and Star Wars The Force Awakens, in addition to the 1978 television film Star Wars Holiday Special and an appearance in the popular costume on uh, The Muppet Show in 1980. Now, in Star Wars The Last Jedi, Mayhew was unable to portray the character due to health reasons, but was listed as Chewbacca Consultant. Uh, For Dragon Ball (laughs) fans, Mayhew provided the voice for Susha in the English version of Dragon Ball GT, A Hero's Legacy. Mayhew died of of a heart attack on April 30th uh, at his home in Boyd, Texas. He was 74. Wow, 74. And especially at that size, usually you don't hear people lasting that long. So I'm glad to hear that he lived a a long, successful life. And obviously, Star Wars fans were very happy to have him in in their life. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. I just have one thing to say. (laughs) Exactly. By the way, do you know he did not not do the voice? Uh, He did not do that sound. That was actually a recording of 
of various animals and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. Very, and all this time I thought it was him doing it, but okay. So, nope. so he just was <laughs> the fur and the muscle. He didn't do the voice. Got yeah, it. exactly. All righty. More death. More death, death, of course. Yeah, the death of an X-Men elicits an apology from the story's writer, Matthew Rosenberg. In Uncanny X-Men number 17, Rain Sinclair, a.k.a. Wolfsbane, it is uh, revealed in flashback that uh, she was aggressively accosted by a group of men in a park. After briefly transforming into her, her human wolf form, uh, one of the men condemns her for trying, quote, to trap normal guys, end quote, before the group beats her to death. The issue has been heavily criticized for trivializing trans misogyny, violence experienced by trans individuals worldwide. Rosenberg immediately responded by saying, quote, I do want to apologize to people hurt by our story. That was never, ever our intention, end quote. He also encouraged readers to uh, donate to Trans Lifeline, an organization that helps trans people in times of crisis. But yeah, I mean, throwing in that line about trying to trap normal guys, I'm like, you were 100% referencing trans people by a person that trans morphs but i mean i'm like you're telling me that a character that has fought laser blasting characters was beaten to death by a group of guys in a park i i don't even know what to say by that point and why i'm not reading the x-men anymore sounds legit not really yeah i'm totally thrown off by this wow yeah Yeah, it's it's absolutely mind-blowing and disgusting well i mean I'll put it this way. Initially, when you tell the story, I wouldn't have thought the trans community. But once you say it, you're like, yeah. The, the, the most important thing is that, he, that I mean, I don't want to say the most important thing, but I'm, I'm glad that he at least apologized and said, look, you know what? That was my intention, but that right. was, you know, because there's a lot of places that go, well, that's not where the story was for, so deal with it. So I'm glad oh, to yeah. hear that, that he was honest and he owned up to it because they could have not went that direction. How did a story like that get past the editors? A lot of stories get past the editors because they don't, they don't really read them anymore. They, they, that's just a thing that doesn't happen. They just look at the pictures. Ooh, pretty colors. Almost. Sounds like what you do. <laughs> Almost. I think they basically just search for like bad words and they're just like, it's good. Hey, <laughs> I am is there a penis? No, let's roll it. <laughs> I am currently reading at a second grade level. All right. I've gone up from my first grade level before. So I don't just look at the pictures. I look at the words as well. I may not know all the words, but I look at them. Actually, I'd like to make an editor's note. You're not reading at a second grade level. You're reading two times at a first grade level. (laughs) That's about a second grade level. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. What other death do we have? Um, The only other death I have to report is the death of my movie-going experience to ever see another film again after Endgame. What? Why? Because it'll just never be that good again. (laughs) Oh, my God. But what's funny, I got to agree with Mike. So... Wait a minute. Before we keep going, that's all your quick news? I said I had two things and they were death and I did not lie. Okay. So I have something. Wait, first, Ralph, do you have quick news? Uh, Yeah. My quick news is I have no news. Ooh, the old news. That's right. <laughs> old news is good news? No, that's not the saying. Well, whatever. Well, I have news. I was so excited. I almost cut Ralph off. Now, here's the thing. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, the trailer came out. Yo, Mike, did you get to see it? Barf, did you see it? I saw it. No, I do not watch trailers for any movie I'm about to see in a couple of months. I don't even watch trailers for a movie I'm going to see in six to seven (laughs) months. What the hell is wrong with you people? You're going to go see the goddamn movie. (laughs) Okay, I I wanted to double check. So, you know what? I wanted to have a, a little, a little girl moment with, uh, me me and Ralph. So, Mike, I know you don't want to hear this. So, could you give Ralph and I 10 seconds while we gush about the, um, the trailer? 
Fine. That also means I probably won't be listening to this episode anytime soon. <laughs> That's fine. Go ahead. Gush away. Come here. Three, two, one. Yo, dude. <laughs> Multiverse. Are you serious? Yeah, I know, right? And then Mysterio's not evil? Who would have thought that? No, no, no. Who said that? I think you missed, You got that incorrect. But there's a lot going on. It's going to be a great movie. It looks like it, yeah. Okay, right. so. Hey, Mike. Mike, come back. You can put your headphones on now. There you go. <laughs> You got ah, it. There we you go. Got <laughs> yeah. there you I, go. Yeah. I'm like, okay. as I see your mouth moving, I'm like, is he trying to talk to me knowing that I can't hear him? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just talking very excitedly. Ralph is the one that signaled for you. Yeah, ah, there you go. I gave you the, the put the headphones on signal. So yes. f- for those who saw the Far From Home trailer, if you have any input on some of the things I just mentioned, which wasn't much for 10 seconds, please hit hit us up um, at some point on Meanwhile 22. You know where to find us. If you don't, we'll probably see it at the end of the show. Um, so now the quick news is done. Let's go into it. We have been waiting for this for a very long time. Ten years. Eleven. Years of, Eleven. 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 Sounds yes. like ten. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, a decade is a nice even number, but it doesn't matter. I like Today, it. We're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> Today we're gonna. Whoa. Today we're gonna review Marvel's movie, The Avengers: Endgame, and with a synopsis. So that, what Shinops. the heck? That's an Okay. Is that, tell, is, that, is that like schnapps? <laughs> shut up. Let's, let me just be totally transparent and tell all the viewers. Today, we actually had to do the intro over again because I couldn't get the intro out. We did it over it and I'm still stumbling over it. So please. Yeah, you're, you're having trouble with the middle tro. <laughs> I love the intro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with the synopsis, along with incels, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. See, I can do this shit on my own. There you go. <laughs> The, the insults are pretty much understood. <laughs> Comes to territory. Oh, yeah. All right. Avengers Endgame is the 22nd feature film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and wraps up the Infinity Saga, which was laid down by the previous films from Marvel Studios. The movie is directed by Anthony and Joe Russo from a screenplay by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFreely. Uh, in just 11 days, the box office record-breaking film has already surpassed the money made by the Infinity War in its entire worldwide theatrical run. Avengers Endgame had an estimated budget of $356 million. Since its U.S. release on April 26th, the film has earned $620 million domestically and $1.6 billion foreign for a total of $2.2 billion worldwide. Avengers Damn. Endgame has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 95%, 90% audience, and a very surprising Metacritic score of 78 out of 100, 82 out of 100 audience. Those guys don't I, know anything. I can understand, oh, yeah. but we'll get into it in a second. I would actually run the uh, highly paid for warning now. <laughs> actually, so let's do it. Let's let's press that button that we paid so much money for. All right. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I'm not used to doing this so early. So <laughs> that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush. Stush snap. <laughs> you, you guys weren't even ready for this because we're doing it so early. So I was Mike, ready. Mike, go with your synopsis. Alrighty. It's very moving. Oh, God. Tony, don't die in space. Oh, hooray. He's saved. Oh, Lord. Half the Earth's population is gone. Natasha, hold it together, girl. How sweet Ant-Man's back. Ha, Thor. Time travel. Oh, that never goes well for movies. Natasha, no! Thanos, here? Again? Cap, 
Thor, Hammer, yes! Falcon, Spidey, Doctor Strange, T'Challa, fuck yeah, it's on! Shh! The final fight scene. Some celestial event. No. No words. No words to describe it. Poetry. They should have sent a poet. So beautiful. So beautiful. I had no idea. Tony, oh my god. Cap, see you in 10 seconds. Holy shit, you got old. Ah, <laughs> uh, take the shield, Sam. Even the credits make me cry. All right, and that's that. All right. <laughs> oh my and god. And it's starring just about everyone important from the prior 21 movies. So if you don't know their names, look them up. Okay, so I think I think that was good enough to end the show. So for MMG Mike the Finance Guy, <laughs> no, I the synopsis summed it up. <laughs> good job, Mike. Hold on your own. So we're done. We'll, no geeks on the go. We'll come back next week. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, so I, I, the order is so thrown off. So let's just go into it. Avengers Endgame. Here's my issue. I want to go chronological, but there's so many things to capture, and we only have a little bit of time. So let me start with a question that I used to start when I used to do the reviews back in the early episodes. How do we feel about this movie? I hate it. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) It was so good. I loved it. (laughs) Well, clearly someone hasn't taken their bipolar meds today. I did. No, you didn't. (laughs) I think we should label this down. When was the last time Mike said he loved the movie like this? Um, I'm, never um, not Gu- that long. Gar- Guardian? I think I would say Guardians. No, Guardians. Okay. Guardians was a strong like. Avengers I really liked Ant Man. I can't one? imagine. No, no, but you really liked Ant Man. I'm talking about something you like gushed about. I think Avengers won. Uh, no, I don't particularly no, gushing no. about that, but I think I liked. It. I don't remember. I don't know. This well, was the any, first. In any event, this is something that's very rare for all three of us to gush about how much we love this movie or the movie that we're viewing. Ralph never I, said he liked the movie. I haven't had a chance with you two I know. chatterboxes there. I had I gave my opinion. It's it's the bald guy that's been chatting up storm. Yeah. There's two bald guys. What the fuck do you guys And I'm not one of them people. Luscious hair. You are the originator. <laughs> so you wanna know what I think, Cap? You wanna know what, what I think? Do you really oh, wanna know? Yeah, I actually I do. This movie made me cry. I'll say that. Oh, we'll get into that in yeah. a second. It's I, made I a lot of people cry. It touched me in places I've never been touched before. You, didn't, you don't even need a teddy bear to show where he touched you, huh? Exactly. First of all, I don't <laughs> believe so that there's places you haven't been touched. <laughs> well, I just realized I especially said a teddy bear joke and it wasn't bear. about Ralph. <laughs> especially, especially by that teddy bear. Right? <laughs> I'll say this. I've seen it twice. I saw it um, that opening Friday, and I saw it with um, Gabe, Ruben, and Kiara. Shout out to Gabe and Ruben. Not Kiara. She don't listen to fucking shit anyway. She's wow. 12, so it don't matter. Um, wow. <laughs> But I'll say this. I don't know about for you guys. Was there a raw energy in the crowd from watching this movie? I thought it was just opening night or opening day. But when I went to the second viewing um, with Gigi, it was like the same kind of energy. Like everybody's in the edge of their seat. There was loud laughter in certain points. There was like, oh, my gods and gasps. Was it the same way in your theater? Well, unlike, unlike you, weirdo, going two times in a row. Yeah. Most people who were there was the first time they were there, so they Jealous. were they were really you know Jealous. excited to see it. I know I was like, I was containing my my excitement, like I was holding on to the seats so that I don't like yell out yeah throughout the whole movie, you know. Yeah, if only you were holding on to your own seat though, that was the problem. Yeah, um, <laughs> the person next worried. to me, did, yeah, he they did not like it. Yeah, but I didn't um, care. I was watching Endgame. 
Yeah, no, my uh, my viewing was very subdued because I went on Monday morning and there was about like, I don't know, 10 of us. And I was perfectly happy with that. But <laughs> that's we were a, that's all good too. extremely quiet and intent <laughs> watching were, that movie. Were those, and it was just, I'm sorry? Were those all the, the guys who came out of their parents' basements to watch it? I have no, I didn't, I didn't basically notice who was even around me, but there were a few people nearby me. And it was just, it was just throughout the film, you know, not even just for the one moment, just throughout the whole film, just seeing people as things were happening and being said, just like, just guys were just dabbing their eyes, but, you know, like trying to casually dab their eyes with tears yeah. and stuff like that. I know that I was like, there were several scenes where like, even for the, like the exciting, happy scenes, like just certain things that happened, I was, I could feel my chest would tighten. And I'm like trying to breathe, you know, labored, yeah. it's labored breath because I'm just like, <gasps> I was just, it was very emotional film, you know. Were, were I there, agree. Were there parts in the movie where you forgot that you had to breathe or you forgot, you didn't realize you were holding your breath because you were just so like on the edge of your seat, like when, what's going to happen next or is that really going to happen? No, I, I, I just let it wash all over me. I, I was just ready for this film and they, they did not do disservice to fans in the least. I, I, I got a question. So uh, You got a question. I, oh got, my God. I, got a, I got a question. So I hear from a, a mixed amount of people. Some people were like, there was too much story and not enough action. And then there were some people who were like, um, there wasn't enough story and the action at the end just seemed really quick. How much story yeah. would they have wanted? Um, I, I disagree. Thought, I, thought, I, I, I thought it was a good amount. I think any more action and it would have just ended up becoming just another superhero movie finale. It still may have been good, but it just would have been just another superhero movie. Whereas this, this in its own way, I mean, it, it still is the Marvel formula, no doubt about that. But right. even within less, you know, the saying it's the Marvel formula, they rewrote their own Marvel formula with this movie. They really did something just that hasn't been done before you know because this Agreed. is it's the longest at least in america I, I can't even imagine anywhere else for it we're talking feature films i'm not talking about straight to video i'm not talking about anything else or or you know um you know tv series or something like that how it's, long was I the think lord this of the is rings? the the longest it was only well, well, well the lord of the rings was the, only the, three movies well i'm not talking movies, about the length of a movie i'm just talking about the amount of movies that actually equaled to the oh, end got result. It. That's what oh, I don't think there's any amount of movies that like built this. up to a movie like yeah. this. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened in the history of movies. Could be wrong, and if I am, please contact us, you know, um, and let me know. But I don't think that's ever happened before. So, like, to get a really good ending with most of your stuff taken care of as much as you can in life, let alone in a movie, taken care of, yeah. I think it was remarkable. I think it was a remarkable event, and they did a great job with it. Let me throw this out there. As great, I mean, and I'm going to sound like Mike, as great of a, as this movie was, there were flaws, but let me say this, and here's one of the flaws. Could this movie be a standalone movie? If somebody was just saying, and they're walking off the street, hey, this is interesting, let me catch it. Could they enjoy it as a standalone? Um, I don't think I, it does. I, I mean, can you enjoy it? Sure, but you would have a ton of questions. Yeah, I mean, you could enjoy it as a movie with, you know, story, but... but a lot of the stuff would just be lost on you. So you would probably be like, oh, I mean, it looked really nice. And, you know, the fight yeah. scenes were cool. And that would be about it. You know. If if you don't know the characters, like, you, you wouldn't understand the big buildups. Especially, like, if, if you didn't see Infinity War, you wouldn't understand why 
seeing um, Spider-Man. Why half the population is gone? (laughs) (laughs) You would actually know, you know. And you wouldn't understand any of what, what was going on. And to answer Ralph's question, here's what I'll say. I'll say the beginning of of uh, the beginning of Endgame, because after watching it the first time and then watching it a second time, the first hour, even though it was, you know, it, there was still some action there, yeah. the first hour is pretty much all build up. But mm-hmm. the Russos know how to do a slow burn as they did with um, Civil War. I mean, um, um, Infinity War is a little different, but, um, Civil, but Civil War is very much like Endgame. A slow burn in the beginning, kind of, you know, making sure you get all your ducks in a row, know who the characters are. And they had a lot to juggle. Yeah. They had a they had a lot to juggle. And let me say this, because the beginning is of course we see Hawkeye, which was I mean, you know what's gonna happen, and still when it happens, you're like, Oh fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they were like, Well, we could have just lulled you into that. Now let's just get straight to it. Heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when but I'll say this, the one thing that that, that that I realize is when they come back to the base. I mean, the Tony, the Tony stuff was okay, but when for the beginning, for that for that beginning hour, when Captain Marvel was in it, I still say she has more personality in Endgame than she did throughout the entire Captain Marvel movie. Well, you know, they filmed Endgame before they filmed Captain Marvel, right? Her scenes in Endgame, yeah, yeah, yeah two different did. directors, and, and the, directors. Re- the reason why she oh. wasn't so much in Endgame is because the the producers didn't know how popular Captain Marvel would be and how good her movie would, would turn out to be. So they didn't put her in much of Endgame in the event that people didn't like her. Had they known okay. that she would have been so popular, they probably would have given more time in Endgame. Well, I don't mind the time. I'm just saying that the time that she was in there, yeah. even with, and, and, and they estimated it to about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I don't think she was the, in there that long. Not 10, 15 minutes. No, she was in there for like a total, well, because the final fight scene, she had some play in there. Right, so, so maybe maybe we, let's, let's say five to seven minutes in the beginning of the movie, because she was there w- when they show up, and you know mm-hmm. when, when she Not shows even, up. Not even because Tony she goes away. She, well, well, yeah. well, but remember she, but remember she, she's with them for the bad way. She's with them to drop off Tony. She's with them to make the plan. They go to Thanos. She takes him to the planet. She's there to chop the, the um, chop Thanos's neck and freaking um, arm off. Spoilers. Then you only see her as a hologram, and then, and then you don't then see her until the end of the movie. That's still pretty yeah. much. Five to seven minutes. The point is that in that little bit of time, the Russo still did a better job of directing her than the director of Captain Marvel did. I'm just saying, like that felt like Captain Marvel listening to her. Like she she reacted to to um to um um. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. She what's his She's name? more Dying, like the Captain um, Marvel in the comics, more serious. Well, than... she felt like she had a personality. Yeah. Like I like she was there and she saw that um um I'm sorry. There we go. Nick Fury. She saw Nick Fury was dead. And she didn't have to say anything. You saw it in her eyes. You saw it in the way she reacted. Right. She didn't give any of the, those same kind of reactions in um, Captain Marvel. She just seemed so sterile. And I just loved what they did with her in this. Because what little time she had, I wasn't annoyed by her. She was good. Um, I mean, well, the thing is, with it, it's also two different time periods. I mean, let's not even get into the fact that it's two different directors. I mean, it's two different time periods. It's been over 20 years. And the fact um, that you she know, had her memories. In the first right. That's what I'm saying. She's got 20 years to have dealt with the fact that she didn't have memories. Whatever she's dealt with them with having memories, she's definitely been around people, whether they're extraterrestrials or humans in that time period. I mean, she is effectively a whole different person. When you realize that the amount of time that we haven't seen her, and I don't mean us, I'm talking about uh, in story time, the amount of time we haven't seen her is literally a generation. You know, it's been over 20 years since, you know, and, and we're also only assuming that when she comes back and says, where's Nick Fury, that that's the first time she's been back to earth. 
we we literally do not know what she's been doing. That's true. That's you know, true. but yeah, but there has been a lot of time. But, but I agree. But I mean, now going back to what you're saying, yes, I I do think um, she did seem to have more personality, um, and you know, just just seemed to be more genuinely. Uh, likable in a certain way even though i still did kind of yeah, like she, the movie she was still smug but it was smug in a way where you can get behind her well, she's smug like, because she's fucking powerful i love when she was like when she was when she's going in there with the room of avengers and she's like let's fucking take him down you didn't have me last time and yeah and um war machine's like okay new girl check it out we're all about the superhero life i was like i loved it okay. and once again when banter is written not banter but when back and forth is written correctly mm-hmm. and you can hear the characters in your head yeah, it flows and it just sounded right. Yeah, they they got that right. Um, now, uh, obviously, from then on, they go and were you surprised that they killed off Thanos in the first fifteen minutes of the film? Yeah, I'm surprised. I I it just got me excited to see where the movie was going because I mean, you know, he's going to be back in some kind of way, or at least you feel it's somehow going to come around. But like, you know, but again, they kept it fresh in doing that. You know, like it, it just kept you with like. Ah, I wonder where this is going to go. Yeah, yeah I agree. You, you've I just agree. killed the main villain. When, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wait a second. So then who's the big bad if you just took out the big bad in the first freaking 15 minutes of the movie? So what's going to happen? Right. That, and it, that's the part. That's the beauty is that you don't know where this is going at all. So when then when I see later on, I'm like, oh, okay. I got right. you guys. All right. All right. Good on you. Good on you. Right. Now, Ant- now Ant Man comes back due to a rat stepping on the um Control the brand. module. It really, I'm like, really, yes. this is how we get our hero back. They also yep. are smart enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he was lucky. He, you know, say you know, he was saved by a rat's ass basically. Um, <laughs> Only in there for two hours. Yeah, it's a, it's a new record for him. No, he said. Well, he said he was five hours, right? No, it's five hours. Yeah, it was five years. Five, he said it was five hours. Yeah, yeah he said, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, granted, hours. he's. Just, I mean, we don't know if he's just giving a, a haphazard, but he says it was five hours that he was in there, and that translated into five years. I'll say this: from from even even beyond even beyond Ant Man showing up from the begin from, from when uh, actually from the beginning of the film all the way until um, Ant Man meets up with the Avengers, it felt heavy, and the, and directors that that was. That was their job to for that first half to feel super heavy ever after the whole world got snapped. You felt it. Yeah. From from the dialogue with Tony Stark and Captain America. And wow. Props to freaking Morton uh Morton Downey. Wow. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. for um I mean he, he that was a pretty good performance between their dialogue, between um um listening to to um Black Widow manning all of the people in the um in the holograms mm-hmm. trying to keep up the Avenger initiative. And by the way, did anybody catch the Namor reference? Yeah, uh, you're talking about with, with Wakanda. No, there's yeah, the, yeah there, with the rumble of the ocean. I mean, yeah. it's it is not a Namor reference. It is a reference that could be Namor. <laughs> there, there is no other way because it's hey. there's no way to say that that's where they're going. But there's an Atlantis. Where, Come on, there has yeah. to be. Well, they've already established that there was Atlantis back in I forget which movie it was. Um, was it one of the Iron Man movies? Do, do, I, th- I think it was. Do, do, I think it was one of the Iron Man movies. I think it, they mentioned something because um, that's where it's. I think it's Iron Man two because they mentioned something about Atlantis and they mentioned something about Wakanda, both in the same movie. You sure it's not Avengers two? No. Mm, could have been. I don't remember. I don't remember. I know it was yeah. before Wakanda um, was established. But yeah. 
But in in okay, Wakanda forever, you stupid. <laughs> but in any event, that uh, that whole thing just felt really, really heavy. From Steve and Steve Rogers running the support group, it just really felt like what. Uh, just uh, imagine what it would be losing all your friends to something that tragic. It felt heavy, and then yeah. it started picking up once the Hulk came in. How'd you guys feel about the Hulk? Professor Hulk, Professor that, Hulk, um, it was, it was fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it was it was the only redemption he was going to get because the Russos just do not seem to like the Hulk. <laughs> like he gets no he gets no Hulk love um, from them. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was fine with it. I had no problem with it. Uh, you know, I mean, because you figure his his whole thing happened off screen. Uh, you know, they said that they had toyed around with the idea of like even trying to give a montage or something along that line of what he had been going through. But then they were just like, nah, they thought the diner um, scene took care of that. Like his explanation yeah, was he enough. Was, he was like five months in a gamma lab and figured it out. And here we go. Best parts yeah. of the Hulk and best parts of Bruce together in one. Yeah. But yeah. It, it felt, a, not. it didn't feel like Shrek, but it did feel a little bit like, um, a slightly out of touch because I mean the, the 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 graphics were great, but it just looked like it was he wasn't actually part of their world in some instances. Right. Well, well I mean, well, he has a, a a highly shiny green glow about him. You know, yeah. he is radioactive. Yeah. You know. Well, he's not that kind of radioactive. Though. He's not, he doesn't glow in the dark. <laughs> but I mean, I admit, but I mean, not have enough. You turned off the lights me. around them. I'm just yes. saying. Yes, I have. That's how I keep track of him. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it didn't bother me in the least just because, uh, I mean, unless it's like floaty CGI, like that kind of stuff. I'm just like, eh, they did what they can. I, I just like the way uh, Mark Ruffalo played him. He, he did a good job. And especially like when when, yeah. when they go back to the Battle of New York and um, Captain America's like, so just, you know, go around, maybe smash a few things, you know? And then he's like, he's like oh, well, this is really degrading. It's unnecessary. <laughs> and he's like, Watching him go through the motions, that was pretty he funny. He bangs a door and like slams something. He's like, Ugh. okay, okay, let's go. <laughs> now, one thing I'll say about this movie is that all as we're talking about these heroes, a lot of heroes kind of made full um, 360, you know, um, transformations where they've kind of went full circle. Um, you mean Big Lebowski? Oh, oh damn. You, you're going to go, okay, fine, let's go to Thor. How did you feel about the way the movie handled Thor? I did not like the way they handled Thor uh, in the beginning. I thought his humorous, jokey parts of this scene were just too much for the movie itself. I mean, it didn't have to be a grave, but I just think the scene went on a bit long. However, I do like the fact that uh, they kept his weight on because otherwise it would have been like, let's let's make fun of a fat guy as opposed to, no, he has deeply emotional problems and his weight is a sign of that. Um, and also, if they had also taken away his weight, I think it would have taken away from uh, him meeting his mother and h- h- her telling him, you know, be yourself. You know, right. That that was a touching scene to see him because you know, like, he was there when she died the first time. And I have to go back to the time to, right before she dies and not tell her, not be able to tell her that, hey, you're well, going to die. Knew. Yeah, she already knew because that's why she kept saying. But she knew because she kept telling him not to tell her anything. Yeah, but still, like you want to try to help her, and he thinks that by telling her, he could change something. And then just to see the 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 look on his face and it's like, damn it, you're right. You know, I I can't be doing that. I was I was a little thrown by it, but I was I'll say this: it's a ballsy move by, um, 
by either the screenwriters or by or by or, or by both by the screenwriters and by the directors yeah. to keep Thor that way throughout the entire time and to be able to tell that story like that. Yeah. Like Mike says, if it, it would have just been. So it would have gave a different message if they would have slimmed him up the minute he got both hammers and, yeah. you know, he slimmed. So I, I, even though a lot of people were saying, well, you know, this is a time where Marvel's making fun of uh, PTSD. They didn't treat it with the same care that that um, Iron Man 3 did. I still I still am saying, wow, that's a pretty ballsy move to be able to keep Thor that way. So props to them. And plus, you you were waiting for Finn Thor to show up. And when he didn't, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, granted, we all know that that's, you know, CGI and uh, padding and stuff like that. But also, like Chris Hemsworth, he, he does not like having a shirt off. He, he really does not like doing yeah. that for the movie. Um, plus the fact that it's physically demanding on him because, you know, he doesn't naturally look like that. You know, he right. has to, they say that he spends like 20 hours a week at the gym by that point, like, you know, every week to build up for this part. To do with something right. that he does not like to do, which is he doesn't like to be seen as like, I mean, he knows that, you know, women and, and men find him attractive, but that's fine to be found attractive and others to have to just keep bearing yourself. You know, it's the same thing that a lot of actresses go through. They, you know, they, no, they do it. They just don't like it. You know, he did interviews and he's like uh, after the movie premiered and he was like, he was just so grateful to have to, to be able to play a bigger Thor that he didn't have to worry about having to stay in shape for so long. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. An- another transformation that happened was Hawkeye. After the tragedy that happened to Hawkeye, he turns into Ronan. Did you know? Yeah. Did, did you notice that no one ever calls him that though? Yeah. No. no that, and that was thank God they didn't. Um. I I thought that was unnecessary fan service. Uh. And also I think it. They took away. I mean, not that they would probably ever introduce the character, but like the whole point of Ronan, it was cool because it was a woman that was Ronan and her costume was meant to make her look like a man uh, so that she, you know, A, would completely hide her identity and also gain a certain amount of respect because it says a lot about, like, the fact that I'm disguised as a man to gain even more fear and respect. Mulan? Uh, you know, what? you know, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very it's very much like that. I mean, but, you know, so that, and then Hawkeye later, many years in the Marvel Universe, but many years later, ends up taking up the title of Ronan and that's fine as well. But I think they didn't do good service to the character and I just thought it was unnecessary. I mean, him going evil, I, would, I mean, not evil, but him going bad I thought was fine, but becoming Ronan I thought was unnecessary. I, I'll disagree with you on that, Mike. I mean, you bring up a lot of great points. I just feel like it was, it felt like a natural progression and, and there's no other point where you were going to really use Ronan because all these street level um, heroes, according to Marvel, they got rid of them all. So you're not going to see a Daredevil or the Hand or anybody in that in that vein. So to be able to, I mean, to have Ronan at your disposal, and it wasn't like Hawkeye never was Ronan, like you said before, Hawkeye was Ronan in the, in the New Avengers. So I felt like with a tragedy like that, he had to go darker. And the last thing I would see is him being some kind of dark archer. This is an arrow. I think it's a good. It was a good turn for Marvel. Like it was a good idea for them to turn him that way. And plus, the sword is more useful than than those bow and arrows anyway. Well, I mean, bow and arrows are long-distance rep- weapons, and they also have multiple things that they can do versus a sword just cuts and stabs. Yeah, well, yeah but in that scene when they were in the tunnel, I'm I really w- glad he had the sword versus those bow and arrows. Wasn't he using – well, he was using his arrows in the tunnel. Yeah, he was. He was using He was blowing up the walls. What did you maybe, watch twice? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> got a, maybe I just got a mad on for the, for, for the knife. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, he used the arrows because that's how effective they are. I mean, a sword is like, unless you're about two Mike, feet away from me. <laughs> Mike, you know how he is. Once something shiny is on the screen, that's all he can focus on. Yeah, you're, you're telling me about that? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, the ass has to be shiny. My bad, Ralph. Yeah, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so hey, now let's go ass, to let's go whatever is as long as it's good. We talked about you know like people making um full you know their, their characters going full circle. And before I talk about the big elephant in the room that helped move the movie to the next level, Dumbo, do you? No, oh. do you? He flew in do, that movie. He yeah. do flew. You, shush. Do you feel um, Black Widow came full circle? The people have made arguments that she had, but do you feel it's just you know not a cop out? But it wasn't as strong as the other ones. Well, she did make full circle. The only problem is. In this particular movie, they had to tell us that she went for full circle. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we know very little about her life, not just because she didn't get a standalone movie, but because she's not ever a true focal point of any of the movies. Um, you know, she has a little touch scene here and there, like in uh, Age of Ultron, where, you know, you find out she can't have children or something along that line. But right. you still don't know anything about her life. So, like, she had to keep telling us that, you know, she did horrible things, kind of, you know, allude to these things. And that, you know, that she's doing this because she wants to, uh, you know, make up for things. She wants to balance out her book and Redemption. she wants to do something, you know. Right. She has to keep telling us that so that we understand why when she dies, she's she's redeeming herself. But like everyone else, you kind of got an idea with her. They just had to keep a ham fisted telling. I mean, think about how many times she kept saying, I just want to do this one thing. I just want to do one thing. I just want to do one thing. You know, yeah. it's like you did. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for telling us. You know, <laughs> She did one big thing. Yeah, <laughs> when when they were having it out on the cliff, did you at any point think it was going to be Hawkeye? Uh, I thought if they if they follow normal trope, yes, because he's the good guy that's gone around killing randomly. So that's that means that you owe your life to make up for the bad you've done for, after having been good. That's like the normal trope, especially for heroes. Um, so. They could have followed that, and that would have been just fine. But you know, having her do it, even though she obviously has done a lot of bad, but we just have not seen it. Because yeah. um, again, she had to keep telling us she's also done bad. You know, um, right? You know, but unlike him, we don't see the bodies. Uh, so I wouldn't have been surprised, character-wise. Not talking about whether I like the people, the actors, or anything. Character-wise. Either I mean, if a third person showed up and they both jumped off the cliff, I would have been just fine. <laughs> like, like it was just unfortunately I don't have that kind of connection with those two because they've never given me reason to have that kind of connection. Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I got a question. Go so, for it. You know, how two questions in a row. Oh my god! In one show. Holy shit! It happens. It happens. <laughs> it does. It's happening now. So, you know how, at the end of the movie, they have to return mm -hmm. the stones, right? Mm-hmm. So that means he has Captain America has to go back and return don't, the Soul Stone, right? Don't skip ahead. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. If they don't return the ahead. stone, we ain't there yet. Does the life come back? No. So then they that's just what people. No, some remember people, he's not. Some he's not doing history. Well, it doesn't make sense because remember, as long as you're not branching off another timeline, his timeline remains the same. She and died I, to create the stone. You know what, Mike? I'm so glad you said it that way because it segues into the next question I had. The main elephant in the room, not the elephant in the room, but the thing that we haven't talked about that progresses the story show, is a lot of elephants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I, 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 wow, I had so it's, many jokes. It's, it's a Ringling Brothers three-ring circus at this point. Shush. Your permanent is bigger than I thought of. You got that many Here, elephants in your room. Uh, I'm just nah, saying. Not, for, not for the rent I'm paying. Um, <laughs> here's, here's the big thing that, that helped the, the plot move along. 
How did you guys feel about, number one, the use of time travel, and number two, the way Marvel explained time travel? Well, like two I separate said, questions. Like, like, like I said before, time travel never usually works well in the movies. They kept it under wraps for the most part. Um, my biggest problem with the time travel is I didn't realize time travel was just something that you did in a few hours there in the evening. <laughs> to solve in one night I'm like I mean it was when you're so remarkable it, it but no but if that's the case then he would have solved time travel like oh I don't know 20 years ago because he didn't it think evidently it. was really easy and if you think that a scientist never thought about time travel unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> you know so again unbelievable and haven't gotten to the other answer yet um, part of your question but my one of my things that, that just cracked me up and I in the theater I actually audibly just went, ha, <laughs> is when he of goes, course you did. when he goes, yeah, let's invert that Mobius strip. I'm like, it's still a Mobius strip. I, I, I don't know what you're doing <laughs> by that point. And it's really funny. So like afterwards I said, I'm like, is it just me? And I looked it up and like, everybody's just like, yeah, it's just a Mobius strip. Like you, you, if you invert a Mobius strip, it's the same so, Mobius strip. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do anything by doing that. You know? No, now um, it's, now it's an in- inverted Mobius strip. Oh, yeah. it's different. but um i don't like the fact that they had to that they felt they had to resolve the time travel i mean in one manner it opens up the possibility for lots of different franchises that could be interesting but probably would not be because it'd be if they could have alternate timelines now um (laughs) but time never ever gets handled well like i said they managed to barely skate by without breaking their own rules ish kind of a thing i'll say this to add on to what mike's saying if anybody had an issue with the film that is one of the major ones not the time travel you know like mike says once you go to time travel it it's easy to fuck up real easy easy to to, fuck it up easy to fuck up and, and and hard to do well yeah. So I think if anybody said this movie is not a ten out of ten because time because of time travel, I wouldn't break their head open with a glass bottle. Yeah. I, There's I, other reasons I would, but not because of that. I thought it was hilarious how they were like tearing down all the other movies that have done time travel in the past, like Back to the Future, and, <laughs> yeah. and like uh, slide well not sliders. Hot, hot, um, hot tub time machine. Yeah, tub time. Oh, yeah, they were listing them all. They just went yeah. down the whole list. I thought that was really funny. That was uh, hilarious. Like all that is wrong. What's wrong? You think that's real? They don't know anything. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, because all those movies do the same thing, which is if you change something in your past, you change your present, and it's like yeah. your. It's like no, you no, create it, another it, timeline. That's yeah. all you're going to do. You know that. That's the only logical conclusion to that because. You know, me me doing something in the past isn't going to fix where I came from because otherwise that could also mean that something, if that was the case, if I did something drastic enough or even minor enough and whatever I use to travel in time is not invented, then, you, then I've created a paradox in such a way that now what you've, again, the story you're trying to tell makes literally no sense. I, you know, I like or, how or like, mm-hmm. the, um, the ancient one, she explains it to, to Bruce. It's like, if you guys change this, this timeline still exists. You just create right. another branch. Right. And it, and exactly. it makes it unstable. I like the way they made that physical. That's one thing I'll say. With that, with the way the ancient one, the shout out to um, Tilda Swinton for, for, for a great performance. Oh, she listening? Oh. <laughs> she listens well, all the time. Well, she'll, she'll be on the show before um, um, Fat Eva Mendez. Um, wow. I said she was chunky. You just body shamed that poor girl. Wow. Cause, <laughs> cause chunky sure, because sound, Chunky sounds fun. 
Because it wasn't on your lips. I mean, Eva Mendes will never be on your lips, but still, just saying. No, but 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 going back, the angel one, the way she explained, thank you, Ralph, uh, the way she explained um, and showed visually yeah. how the timeline would you know break down, even though we can get it, just right. to see it conceptually made a lot of sense. And then oh, watching helps. Bruce interacting, you know, yeah. showing, hey, look, we'll just take it back, which I'm going to ask about that question in a second, the idea of, hey, we'll just put the gems back exactly where we found them, exactly in the time we found them, and nothing gets affected. I'm like, well, nothing some of would. that stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't. I mean, think about it. I mean, if if you if if something is at point, you know, on a I don't know on a grid, if it's at you know x one and y minus one, I don't care what the coordinates are. If you put it back there at the exact same moment you took it away, no one's going to notice a difference. I, I here's here's where I'll, I'll I'll fight that. What about the ether? How are you going to put that back in Jane Foster? Literally, it means that we didn't see it. That means he literally, the same way they got it out, he just grabbed her and was like, you're going to take it. (laughs) Wow, that just sounded horrible too. What you're saying is that he put it in her forcefully. Yeah. Look at Ralph smile. Ew, Ralph, ew, you're being gross right now. But No, no, I'm appalled. I'm appalled that the Boy Scout Captain America would forcefully inject something into a woman. Hey, that's what he had to do. See, whoa, whoa, okay, we're not going down this route. No, we're <laughs> no, but not. I mean, you know, but I mean, yeah, I mean, not about my what, cat. All, no. Out of out of all the things that people bring up, they always bring up that one scene. I'm like, there's one much more important scene that's that's never talked about. Um, it has, which has nothing to do with anything Cat would have been doing. It's the the only thing that's really fucked up, and that you can only assume uh, has not caused a branch, but we don't know any better. Is Loki? Yeah. Loki, Loki, ha- Loki has, the, you know, the Tesseract. He has the Tesseract. You know, it's like, or is anyone going to bring that up? <laughs> you know, well, I guess. And clearly, I mean, of course, the, the, you know, at some so point, at, clearly, at some point, Thanos would have found them and taken the the Space Stone if the timeline was preserved. Well, remember again, for the movie we're watching, it will make no difference. Yeah. It's only off of this new branch because, again, that's the whole point. It's not back to the future. It's not, well, if, Th- if Loki got away with the time, I mean, with the Tesseract, then shouldn't Thanos, you know, probably didn't get the, 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 the gauntlet and therefore couldn't, you know, couldn't do the snap in the first place. It's like, no, this is now another branch. Maybe, for instance, in that world, Thanos never does get the gauntlet. Right. <laughs> you know, he doesn't get the stone and they can now have their own adventure. But that's where things start to get really timey-wimey, as Dr. Strange, I mean, Dr. Uh, Who would put it. And it, it doesn't become fun after a while because it, it just becomes a confusing mass that doesn't get fixed well. It, it starts this whole if you have future happened before the past, and then that's just, uh, it's just nasty, you know. That's where the movie kind of, it didn't lose me. Because I was able to, you know, to catch on and, and listen, and, and you know, but just to to think about all those things, like you said, Loki grabbed a test rack, but instead of they can't find Loki, they end up going further back in time. Um, the whole thing with, you know, okay, when Cap brings back the the soul, so all these different questions about time and how it happens, and and the fact of, of Cap's ending, which we haven't got to yet, how it, you know it all affects time, it really starts saying, okay, now I just made things a lot more complicated about me sitting here and enjoying this movie, but. This movie's so good, yeah. it had those problems, and I still enjoyed it. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's time travel. Like I said, they 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 did a, a fine enough job. They did probably better than most movies because they kept it simple. They made they made their rule, 
and they did their best not to break it um, in right. any way that, that we could really visibly see. Uh, the problem is what it opens up for other movies of the, Mar- of the MCU. It also opens up the same old question of, hey, that's a really bad thing happening. Why don't you guys do that time travel thing? You know, and try and resolve yeah. it because that's always you're out by that point, you know, and that's why that's another thing that makes time travel really horrible. It's like, so when do you decide to use it? When don't you? You know, like, oh, saying, shit, I forgot saying, my I forgot my glasses. Oh, let me go back saying, in time and remember them. Well, clearly, I think Tony Stark and Scott Lang are Franklin Richards. Yeah. Uh, well, Frank, I mean, well, you know, Franklin Richards or Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, Fra- oh no. Franklin meaning that they just a convenient thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty convenient. I mean, well, like I said, especially considering it took Tony all of what three hours. I'm assuming at max. That's he was <laughs> slow. That was way too slow for him. Well, he wasn't even <laughs> trying. That's the thing. He wasn't even trying. Remember, he was like half heartedly, like, uh, you know, Friday. You know, don't don't push yourself on it. Just see what that looks like. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what were we gonna say, Ralph? I'm sorry. Um, shit, I forgot. Of course. Yeah. Uh, now I want to get to. And you uh, don't smoke weed. Yeah. I, I definitely want to get to a gripe um, as we're moving along here. Go for it. Thanos. Uh, 2014 Thanos. Way, way, way overpowered. Yes. And I mean, and I'm not even going to bring in the comic book Thanos. I'm just talking about the Thanos we have. I mean, he was insanely overpowered. That battle was fantastic, but it made no sense from the movie that we just saw last year <laughs> what, what was that whole like spinning thing like how was he spinning that i don't even know he was evidently the he was his world's best majorette ever <laughs> okay <laughs> first of all um but i mean you and, and lots of people were like well no 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 he wasn't over i'm like yes he was thor with his axe thanos with the infinity glove he almost killed Thanos with that axe. Yep. Thanos could barely stop him. Thanos could barely stop with that gauntlet on. Could barely stop the Scarlet Witch. Yep. You know, because that's how, you know, things go. Here, he's kicking everyone's ass. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Well, you Thor know, like, is packing a few extra pounds, so he can account the pounds, for that. The pounds, but he's also, he also <laughs> has, you know, he's got like both weapons now. I mean, it's just, it's just none of this. It, it just, it, like I said, love the movie. It didn't pull me out of the movie. It's just one of those like guys. You could have come up with something else. To, hey, you know, you want to give him a new technical suit, you know, some high tech suit, something. But it's just he was so amazing. You have Thor destroyed when he came back from Infinity War. Yeah, he right. laid waste when he showed up. You know, it's like, and that's another thing too. In in, in this movie, it's like where he was taking a Cap- dump. No, he, you know that. Uh, <laughs> um, when he, it's like during that whole fight, the God of Thunder. What's the one thing he never used? Lightning. Yeah. In in this fight, he never once calls down the. I mean, like, and he doesn't need Mjolnir to do that anymore. He is the lightning now. He well, in the beginning, well, in the beginning, he hits him once with it. He hits him once with um when he has Stormbreaker at the end battle when he first hits him. He hits him once with Stormbreaker and hits him dead in the chest. I thought that was Captain America that hits him in the chest with that. Because I know no, Captain no, no. America hits him in the chest. Oh, Captain America hits him too, but, but and that, um, Thor... that takes him down. So wouldn't you be like, yo, Thor, you've got all the lightning, <laughs> you know? Maybe <laughs> just blast him like you did when you came down to four with that, you know, Odin force, you know? So the, between that and then him also getting hit with Captain Marvel, who just got finished smashing through his entire ship. 
not really going to put a stop to her at that point. <laughs> you know, maybe Thor is suffering from uh, electrical dysfunction. Could be. Wow. These are things that just allowed the movie to move on, but they're things that just power-wise did not make any sense. You know? There's a, a lot of things that, you know, if you sat there, it would be like, oh, okay, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with this. And I agree. They did make Thanos a little bit, uh, a little bit too overpowered, a especially little. when... I mean, when you when you think about it, like it was only four years, a four year difference. I guess in those four years, he must have like lost a step or something, you know? What do you mean? From the twenty eighteen Thanos to the twenty fourteen Thanos. What do you mean he, he lost a step? Oh, oh, he's oh, he's saying, oh yeah, because yeah, Infinity War saying. Thanos wasn't as powerful as the twenty fourteen one. Right. Accord, according to according to Endgame. Yeah. Right. But I'm just never mind. Never mind. Oh, Continue. I see. What, I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. I, I finally see what you're saying now. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know it, that. It, it's almost eleven o'clock at night while we're recording this, so excuse us, guys. We're a little loopy, but I'm still <laughs> excited about this movie. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, it was something about Thanos. Oh, oh, now I forgot. Now I'm like Ralph. Now I'm smoking. Well, I remember what I, what my thought was. So <laughs> thought? the only oh, it comes back. Look at that. The only like responsible way to use time travel is just to go back one day and buy a lottery ticket and then come back and cash it. That's the only responsible that, way. That, that was your thought? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <Thank> glorious. <laughs> I wish I had a I wish I had a time machine to go back. <laughs> hey, at least I remember my thought, Grandpa. And start, and, and start an alternate time branch. Oh. <laughs> but but, but oh. how excited did we get though to see the all women's club, the A Force protecting Peter Parker? That was a fantastic scene. I was <laughs> I liked it. Go ahead, Ralph. I'm sorry. I like to see uh, Pepper Potts as rescue. That was pretty cool. Well, that wasn't rescue. That I mean, was whatever you want to call that suit. <laughs> it was rescue. Come on, just call it rescue. I mean, you can. That's, that's what everybody <laughs> was calling it, so I'm calling it rescue. It was rescue. That's it. It was no rescue. More. That looks nothing like rescue. That does nothing that rescue does, but it's rescue. It's rescue. Just like Tony Stark is really the Lone Ranger. He is. Oh, God. All right. All <laughs> right. You see Shadow out in, I mean, Silver out in the, uh, in the sides? That's the stripper's name. <laughs> wow. He, he went, hi-ho, Silver. And she was like, I'm now, working. And now we're coming to the stage. You know, silver. The hi-ho, silver. silver. Wow. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because you guys talked about um, A-Force. Um, did you feel like it was a little bit um, like like not like like fan service at that time when it came to A Force. Oh, yeah, of course was it was. Right? I mean, that's literally all it was, you know. But it was just it was a wonderful scene, and it was a wonderful scene because it was around Peter Parker, the you know the young the sixteen year old boy that everyone was like, I'm his mother now, <laughs> you know. It was very it was a very maternal scene in its own way. But I just thought it was a fantastic scene that like all these women. I mean, it's it really is like oh, we just all happen to be nearby in the area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another moment that I liked about Captain Marvel, that moment where Peter Parker has the glove. <laughs> right. Like, and what did he say? Uh, 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 what did she go? Um, how did she introduce herself? She was like, hey, because, Parker. She was, no, no, he said, he he said, said like, I'm, I'm goes, Peter Parker. She's like, hey, Peter Parker. I love that. Just that little <laughs> line. It would just sound like, like, hey, I can help you out. You know, it was so, like I said, she, I liked, I enjoyed her more in this movie. Definitely. Uh, did, you see, did you see Howard the Duck? I heard he was there. I, I'm so mad at that. Yeah, he was. He was. He was in the battle. But it was like very quick scene. Oh my god! <laughs> what was he doing? Complaining that... about it? No, he was holding a gun and he was like shooting. That sounds oh. like that, like Howard. Yeah. 
He's probably shooting. The, me, he was probably shooting the writer of his movie from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> we can go point for point about this movie, but let me ask you this: What was the goosebump moment for you in that movie? And what was the 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 first time you cried? Uh, when Tony dies. Um, no, I mean, for me. Crying, I don't know. I, I had lots of tearful moments. Uh, like I said, some of it had nothing even to do with death. It was just, just you know, them trying to get by and missing the characters or seeing characters mm-hmm. from the past. So it's it's too many scenes for me to even think of which one pinpointed. Um, I mean, it was really great seeing Cat with the hammer, um, but I was more excited uh, to hear Sam and see everybody show up because when Sam, as you know, he repeats the line that uh, Steve gives him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in uh, in Winter Soldier, which is on your left, uh, yeah. you know, so he gives him that line, but he gives him that line, and Steve realizes it's Sam, and you see all those portals start to open up. By the way, Doctor Strange, you could have obviously teleported everyone off of that planet in Infinity War. Yes, but that's I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you see that, first of all, you realize how fucking powerful doctor strange and all those sorcerers are that they're opening up portals all throughout space and realms yes. <laughs> you know and to see everybody coming in everybody's alive i mean we knew that the snap worked because you know it just we knew it worked but you didn't see evidence besides like um hawkeye's phone ringing and the birds you know? and the birds yeah and the birds coming back to and see the everybody coming yeah. out that part was the part that got me the most excited i'll say this i'll add to that what made it shout out to Alan Silvestri. The reason why I know that name, he's the one that's done the score from the Avengers since the first one, the way that scene with the portals, if you listen to the music, it has a very star Wars, very, um, very orchestra build because it starts off with, you know, um, Sam saying on your left and the music builds. And as everybody comes out, the music builds more and more. And it was just done so well. Yeah. And, and and as everybody's coming out of the woodwork and you're getting excited. And you, you I mean, I remember, and I'm gonna I'm not afraid to say this, my eyes welled up with tears because it was watching my childhood and my comic book life just come to life yeah. in front of me. Oh, and yeah. you just got the goosebumps and they all came out one by one. And when Cap stands at the at the edge and the music stops and he grabs Molnir and he goes, Avengers, and there's that pause. And I'm like, just say it. Just say it. When he said assemble, my my theater erupted. Right. Erupted. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like Kevin Smith said, Watching the beginning of Challenge of the Super Friends. Watching the heroes in a big crowd come together versus a villain and a big crowd come together in one big match. Oh, my God. I'm talking about it now. I have goosebumps now. (laughs) So, so two things, Cap. It's pronounced Mjolnir. Meow, meow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like what's the name said in the dark world. (laughs) And fun fact, that's the first time Captain America ever says Avengers Assembles in all the movies. Oh yeah, that, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, but that was it. Was like I said, it was really good. Um, it, it was everything was great. Uh, it was it. It was funny that uh, how many callbacks that they had throughout the movie. Um, you know, like for instance, like when you see uh, Steve's eyes when they he's out in space, right as they're about to make that uh, that jump through space, yeah. and they pull up on his eye, and you see the reflection right. of space. It's the same look that you saw from uh, Tony when he went out into space. Yeah, um, things along that line. Um, it's also funny to see, like, not funny, but it was interesting to see, like, his shield was destroyed, like Tony saw it in his vision. You know, yeah. there's things along that line. But uh, a really cool one, um, which 
the Rooster Brothers said that uh, actually it wasn't even the Rooster Brothers. It was the the writers McFeely and uh, the other guy's name right offhand. But um, yeah, what they were saying, which was really cool, was they it took them forever to think of what to say when Thanos says, "I am destiny," you know, um, or "I am destined." I am inevitable. Oh, I said he was destined. Oh, he might see the pieces. I but um, when he says that, and then um, Tony is just like, "Well, I'm Iron Man." Um, they said that it took forever. <laughs> they had to actually do a. They had to. They actually had to call him in to do that scene, um, that 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 um, just that sentence again because they had no idea. They they said they went through tons of lines, and then finally one of the writers in the room just said, "Well, why don't we just um, bring him full circle?" And Iron Man, the first Iron Man ends when they're like. You know, is there Tony Stark? Is there Iron Man? Iron Man, da da da. He was supposed to deny it, and he goes, "I am Iron Man." Yeah. And so here they had him say it again. So they went full circle with that line. You know, so so great. One of the things that I like about um, the storytelling that they've done with this franchise is the little tidbits that they sprinkled throughout the series, mm-hmm. the 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 whole um, MCU. So there's one thing that people are starting to notice now that. In uh, I think it was the, the the second Avengers and Civil War, Tony mm-hmm. complains about a pain in his right arm. Right, right. That's funny. He's, he's like they keep and all the movies something happens with his arm. Yeah, he's right. always complaining about a pain in his right arm. So mm-hmm. the, the prevailing theory was that, um, before Endgame came out, was that people were thinking that Tony was going to be the one who was going to use the gauntlet the first time, anyways. Because that, and from the, the the explosive energies that are involved with using the gauntlet, reverberate through his timeline, and that's why in those earlier times he feels that phantom pain in his right arm. That's a great thought, considering they had no idea what the movie was coming about. We know that yeah. that's not true, <laughs> but it is it's, a cool. Thought. It's still a thing, though. Like who who knows if it actually was part of like one of the things that they were planning to do. Like one of the things that they had. For sure, was that Tony was going to use the gauntlet? I I really yeah. I doubt they they knew that far because remember that's why they had the gauntlet in the treasure room on Asgard and then had to explain because they themselves have said yeah we didn't know we were going there <laughs> you know really they said that yeah they didn't know that's why it was there you know they didn't realize like oh gee now we have to explain how there's another gauntlet. Because you know, because remember, they don't know that these things are going to be. They didn't know how successful everything was going to be. Well, no, no, but those those two scenes with the him complaining about the pain in his arm is after you see they you actually see Thanos reveal himself and that they were going to do the gauntlet. So they actually at that point they did know. I mean, yeah, but I don't think they no. They still did not know a lot of this. Well, stuff. I mean, well, when you realize well, they didn't. I mean, think about things they had to like put. Well, back the writers time. knew not not. I'm not no, but about I mean, even what I'm saying, but even the writers. I mean, think about the things they had to like. Like for instance, the fact that we saw the ancient one in New York. That explains, like, oh, so the, the sorcerers were actually doing something, you know, like yeah. it's things that they had no way of knowing, you know, um, yeah, even even they've never come out and they they they've told you several times like that it wasn't like they were making up as they're going along, but they're like you know as they're getting closer, like you know, you know, like what maybe five or six or seven movies away, that's when they started to see how they were putting it all together, and then they were able to take their stuff and you know blend it in. That's what I'm saying. So they could have easily said like, hey, we had Tony complain about his right arm. Why not? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Um, wow, I just lost train of thought because I'm just listening to you guys. Yeah, again, I know, twice in a show. I'm Dad brain strikes again. Shush, shush. <laughs> um, but because you, you guys are talking about, you know, Tony Stark and, and, and his arm and everything. But 
I, I just to go back to what Ralph said about the tidbits that they pay so close attention to detail that if you watched as a casual fan, you'd enjoy it. But if you paid attention like we do, I mean, all the callbacks, all the all the little things here and there, they really found a lot of things to sneak in there. And it's funny because I'm a sucker for if I watch a movie three or four times, I know things. I, I don't know. I have a memory where I know lines by heart. Right. Like I, like I always like the thing of um, when um, Black Widow and Hawkeye are in the, the first Avengers and they're kind of hunkered down. And she goes, this reminds me of the time of uh, us in Budapest. And he goes, me and you remember Budapest a little bit differently. They <laughs> right. go back to that line mm-hmm. in the spaceship when he goes, this is definitely like Budapest. And he kind of looks back and he smiles at her. Just such, it was... It works if you don't know about what that line means, right? And it's but it works also. It it just it was just so good. Yeah, no, they, so they, they did a great job. You know, um, I do have questions about the you know the the snapping and the unsnapping. Um, like it, it'll be interesting to see how this is all affecting everything like that. Um, you know, going on. Uh, but uh, you know the fact that it's five years later. Um, like I said, I guess a lot of questions are like, how much are they going to? keep this going you know or at some point are they gonna be like ah screw it no one remembers it's five years later <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, well yeah, the, the snapping that's gonna be really interesting and without revealing too much uh, the, about my, ralph and i saw in the preview i wonder how spider-man far from home will handle it it seems because that's from the trailer don't don't no, don't, no, no, don't, no, no. don't i'm don't, not gonna don't. spoil anything calm down have some faith i'm just saying have, from, from the trailer it seems like People have adjusted to the time that has passed, and the well, that's transition. what I was getting getting to though in the at Endgame. I mean, even though there's not an exact formal amount of time given, you get the feeling it's not like you know another year later. So it's just like everyone seems really well adjusted because there'd be a lot of therapy going on across the whole world at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> you know, I listened to uh, a daily podcast called The Gist, and he was talking about. Um, the repercussions that people weren't thinking about with uh, the snap how so people go back to where they were from the moment they were first snapped right mm-hmm. so what if a building fell down because a plane hit it or because they tore it down five years later for space so all those people were re were brought back into well, did, a building that did they say exist. that they were coming they back to fall. the exact same spot I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, that. but he he was just he was just like making fun of. What? Well, well, yeah, but that's that, that's like going based on the assumption. That's based on the assumption of what Peter Parker said when Peter Parker had said, "Oh my God!" And then and then when we snapped, remember when we fell asleep? Well, we woke up on the planet and and Doctor Strange was there. So I think yeah. everybody's under the assumption that they were when they when they resnapped, yeah. it put everybody back where they were. And, oh, and, okay. Because I know they didn't say that, but yeah, I mean that's very possible. Sure. That, I mean, uh, only based well, all, all right. we have is Peter Parker to, to to go by. And could you we'll hopefully find it later on? Could you imagine like your all these older brothers now coming back and they're younger, uh, younger siblings now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a, there's a lot going on or, you know, I mean, think about it. I mean, accidents happen. You know, you come back, folks are dead. The, your wife, that, your husbands are dead, you know. Or, that or, sounds really messed up, Mike. Or the fact. Accidents happen. You know, like you 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 have a, a, an agricultural system that's still recovering because of the, the lack of people for five years. And then out of nowhere, your population quadruples. So no, now it just you, literally doubles. Right, whatever. Doubles, quadruples. <laughs> I'm not good with math. Well, he took half of the population, so did he do the math? So do the math. Wow, <laughs> Ralph, what Ralph, about the really new f- lives that were created? Ha ha! 
If we could be, well, that would be amazing if we actually <laughs> did that in four four times in five years. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot that obviously you know you just have to ignore. Also, the fact that when they show New York City, it looks devastated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds but me. I'm like, it, but but yet, then like in no time, everything's bad. I'm like, well, I don't think it would be that devastating. I mean, half the population's gone, but like things would well, move on. <laughs> well, he, well, here's well, here's the thing, and this is what I, I'm maybe I'm thinking. Maybe I'm thinking too much, or maybe I'm not thinking it through. When he when when, when Hulk snapped, because the the idea was that Iron Man didn't want the present to be changed. He just wanted the people to come back. Right. Do you think that maybe he wished that and all the destruction got reversed as well? It's possible. No. I mean, they can always say that, but I think that's that's another cheat that would really yeah. not sit well, you know. Yeah. Because, um, because again, I mean, well, let's put it this way. All right, so I undo all the the, uh, the destruction, including the fact that we built a new building where an old building was. So what happens now? Yeah, but I don't, th- I don't think any rebuilding happened. I'll be honest with you, I don't think any rebuilding happened. It's I think five years. <laughs> five years, but half the population is gone. They don't have half of the manpower to be able to do that stuff. Something tells me that they probably maintained, but didn't build anything. Right, but that they would destroy sense. stuff. I mean, and things would. I mean, they, they built a uh, memorial, and I'm sure other things like that are existing. You yeah, know, that's but, memor- but memorial versus a building, I think a building would be a little bit too much to ask for. I think, especially when you're talking about you have tons of boats sitting in the New York Harbor. Right. <laughs> I think you I think you can handle that first. So I think honestly, with half the population gone, you have half the manpower, and people were probably not in a place to. I mean, come on, there was. It's funny because I, I look at when they showed City oh. Field, I was like, wow, there's no sports. Okay. This reminds me of 9/11. Well, here's <laughs> something that'll easily disprove that point. How old was that car that Stark drove up in five years? Brand new. It could also, it <laughs> it's could, a brand it, new it, it, Audi, which is in Germany, which means it had to be shipped here. So um, there we go. Unless, unless he, had a, uh, he, he could have had a pre-snap, and because he had money, people keep their car in really good condition. Yeah, but again, it's half the population. Remember, it's not a division to buy half of, like, only half the adults. It's half the population, which, as we saw, is not an even split. Three people out of, what? Yeah, three out of four people disappeared in Hawkeye's family. It's it's a fifty percent of the population, but it's not saying where fifty percent of the population came from. Not sure. That's definitely true. Yeah. You know. Um, let's get to the ending. There's three things we need to tackle. How did you feel about Iron Man? How did you feel about the Cap? And how did you feel about how they, how they, um, how they kind of tied in all the endings with the funeral and like kind of like an epilogue, epilogue or prologue? Epilogue at the end. But epilogue, I I don't yeah. understand what you mean by that. Okay. So first of all, how did you feel about Iron Man's ending? The fact that he says, I am Iron Man, he makes the snap, and he makes the ultimate sacrifice. Did you feel like this was where it was going to go or where it should have went? Well, I knew some. I knew both of them were going away, so I figured at least one, if not both, would die. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was ready for Tony to go. I mean, I thought it was really well done. I'm glad they did not let him have any words of, of any snarkiness at the end and allowed his hologram speech to be the weight and carry the weight that it did. Otherwise, if he had said anything before then, it would have ruined it. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. I agree. Ralph? I agree with Mike. I, I thought that the way that they ended him was honorable. And that it gave him a really good death, essentially. And since seeing as how Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was over, it's a good way to do it, too. And then his memory will live on in the, in the franchise, but necessarily doesn't have to be him. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it also gave his character. I mean, the thing he said he would never do, which is like sacrifice himself. 
Yeah, you know. and they said, and they even referred back to the Avengers where, uh, um, where Cap said that too. Tony said, "You won't be the guy to make that call. You won't be the guy to put it on the line when yeah. you know when, when when it matters." But see, a, a, a bad franchise would have shown us that clip. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not being funny. I mean, that's just bad or bad writing. Bad franchise would have shown you that clip to go. Remember this. Remember this. It's like we're good. We're not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, it's funny, but you know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't remember it until somebody mentioned it. Well, that's the whole point. It's like you're supposed to go back. It's not, it's not that they're saying you're going to remember all these things. The point is now when you go back and watch movies, you're like, holy shit. You know, like. It sits on you, it sits on you differently. Right, yeah. Jeez. But I mean, to tell everybody everything, it's like, now you got to spoon feed me everything. It's like, no, no, let's move on, you know. But I like but it I, when things are spoon fed to me. It's easier that way. That's true. I, don't, I don't get any pudding on my shirt. <laughs> what was I, the second thing? Uh, oh, no. Um, well, before I get to the second thing, I want to go back to something I said quick that ties into what you said about Tony and how it was great how they ended him. Remember we talked about moments where the first time I cried, I definitely felt the tear come down when he tells his daughter, and when she was alive, not when he was dying, when he goes, I love you 3,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knew it was going to come back later. Right. I knew that was going to oh. come back, but hey. it reminds me of... It well, reminds cause me she, of well, she said it first, so you know he had to repeat it back, and of course that was the same oh. thing, which is funny because it's 3,000 is nearly the amount of minutes all the movies add up to, but that's just neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm sure that's, that's not a joke, actually. But, yeah, well... <laughs> I, I'm actually telling you the truth. The, mo- the movie minutes uh, almost add up to 3,000. But you know that's not why they said that. You no, know I, mean, I know it's it? not why they said it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know why he said it? That's what his, he tells his kids. In, well, what Robert Downey Jr. tells his kids in real life. Oh, that's cool. Three thousand. So cute. they brought that as part of the movie. I was like, "That's pretty cool." But that's the part that made me cry. But to tie it into what the question was, yes, I, I agree. Tony's death was honorable. It was fantastic. It was, and, and the way they did it was perfect. They couldn't have done it any better. Second question was, how did you feel about the way they wrapped up Cap? Or maybe I should ask the question: How did you feel about Tony's funeral? Into the way they wrapped up Cap and the rest. Um, I mean, it was cute seeing uh, at the funeral. It was really cute seeing uh, the cute, people. cute. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> cute seeing all the, the groups of people. Um, I love how they were perfectly paired into groups and segments that we can recognize all the people by. Um, you know, they weren't like they weren't intermixed with each other. It was like, ah, that's the Parker clan and that movie, and that's you know, da 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 da. And then there's that one kid that everyone's like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was. Everybody's you know, looking it up instantly. and they see it says like, Harley. Oh. And then they're like, who the fuck is Harley? And they're like, like oh, that's that kid oh, from Iron Man 3. It's from that shitty movie <laughs> that we've the done worst, our best to forget about. The worst Iron Man movie ever. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I, I felt that, that that death was, I mean, the, the, the funeral was great. Um, it really felt heavy. I, I, and you like all the little moments with all the side characters, like Hawkeye talking to, to Scarlet Witch. And um, ha- when Happy talked to the daughter, I that's when the tears came down. Yeah. That's when the tears came down, oh, really especially nice. because it wasn't like, oh, you know, your dad was this, or you know, it was it was so simple in the writing, you know. Your dad liked about- hamburgers too. Well, I mean, what they did was, I what I really liked about it is that they didn't have the girl. I mean, well, she's a child actress, so she probably didn't have to work hard at it, but they didn't have her like be self aware. She doesn't really understand what's going on, and that's fine. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, she knows exactly. everybody else is sad, and so therefore, like, you know, she 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 probably has, you know she's heard dad's not coming back she gets dad's not coming back she sees the hologram and you can see she was sad there and that makes sense of course but then afterwards she's a little girl she's not particularly happy or sad she's just like i'm just kind of here i'm in uncomfortable clothes i'm in a place where everyone's talking in hushed whispers and seems really sad and Mm -hmm. i'm just really hungry 
<laughs> you know. What, oh, you, what do you want to eat? Cheeseburgers. She said cheeseburgers. I was like, oh, the tears started coming down. And then he goes, and, and he said exactly, if I was happy, I would have said the same thing. Kid, I'll make you all the cheeseburgers you want. And it was it was such. So And, and then you didn't have to say, oh, my, your dad liked cheeseburgers. He never said to say it. Yeah. Once again, like Mike said, it treated the audience like adults. Yeah. and just, Or like smart people, not like adults, yeah. like smart people. And FYI, she died at 18 of a massive coronary from all the cheeseburgers. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> But, um, okay, uh, and what was your, that was your second, what was your third question? And the third was, because the second leads to the third, because mm-hmm. we can't talk about Cap's ending, because Cap's ending comes after the actual funeral. Right. Uh, How do you feel about the way they ended off Cap and what he did at the end? Cap, he is interesting. I mean, how do I feel about it? Fine. Um, his thing just gets weird when you think about it, though. Because... Well, well, first of all, he does change time because Peggy doesn't marry mm-hmm. her husband. Now, whether that's significant enough to truly be considered a branch, because he came back in his own timeline, um, it's questionable. See, this is why time travel gets weird. Well, Because he, he's made a change to time. So right. therefore, he should create a branch and he should not now be along the same timeline anymore. Well, when... Uh... When they had Peggy's funeral, they don't show pictures of her husband. She said in one of the movies, she said something like, uh, like they talked about like what she'd done in her life, and she said, she goes, "I married, like I met and married a great man, or something like that." Yeah, or something he, along that line. He's so they don't mention one of the theories. Yeah, I was like, he's one of the, one of the theories, but in numerous sources. But you do understand. That, I know where you're already going to go with this. You're in a That means Same. the the present or the future happens before the past, and this is a danger of time travel it's why terminator makes no sense you have the future first past later it's a horrible thing to do and that's why you avoid time travel now am i right is that where you want to go that the great man was captain america no you know it was. <laughs> exactly and that's what i'm saying so like, if you yes. go that line then you if you go that line you actually ruin the movie you ruin it completely because well, now then the just, movie just, is ruined mike because that, that's what happened completely. You know, and also the fact that, like, you know, nobody ever, ever noticed, said no record or anything. And everyone was so hush hush that they never revealed that, like, you know, that's that's bullshit. But, um, <laughs> hey, that guy looks just like Captain America. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> also, when you also think about, though, that, again, assuming he didn't make more interference, that Cap had to sit by. I mean, I understand he's getting to be an older man by this point, but he had to sit by and be like, huh probably really should warn them about that Chitari attack that's going to kill <laughs> thousands of people. Oh, you know what? Also, I probably should warn people about S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been infiltrated by Hydra, but I'm just going to sit here. He, he's sitting there with Kermit the Frog with T going, it's none of my business. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's also really weird to think that right. he of all people is like, I am completely comfortable letting a lot of people die right now just to preserve this timeline. You know, Listen, he's, he's getting some Peggy, you know? Well, not not by that age, he ain't. <laughs> He's fine. Yeah. yeah, but isn't a part of him that saying that he he knows he can't affect the timeline. He can't touch the timeline because of what's going on. I the only thing he can touch is Peggy. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, um, I, I can't touch the timeline except for interfering with her original wedding. Um, but after that, I I can just let <laughs> I, I can I can easily screw over one guy, but I can't let these families lose all of their loved ones in these attacks. You know, I mean, again, yes, that's what had to happen. But does that sound like Captain America? I, I mean, no. does that sound like I sat by and did nothing? <laughs> you, know. Well, you know what it was when, uh, so 
he adopted a new identity. Instead of uh, Captain America, he's now Steven Rogers. You see? <laughs> Completely oh, different. So, P-H-E-N? Yeah. So Steven <laughs> Rogers is able just to sit idly by and make sure, you know, nothing happens, that he doesn't affect the timeline in any way. Because he's not right. Steve Rogers. He's Steven Rogers. Oh, my. Okay. Ralph, Ralph. <laughs> totally different. What's, what's your take on the ending? I like the ending. On Cap's ending. I Cap's like, ending. I like, because, you know, he... He literally passed the torch to Sam Wilson, which is great that we now have, uh, you know, um, Sam Wilson, Captain America as, as Falcon, which I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it in the next iterations of uh, the MCU. I don't think they go there. I don't think they go there. Yet. I really? wouldn't think so either. I, I, I would actually almost hope not. It just it's just too soon in my opinion like like to have him show up and be like i'm captain america it'd be like eh, you're sam wilson really i th- i think they'll <laughs> wait a couple of movies and they'll they'll definitely drop it because i think they're going to wait for the right tone to figure out and to figure out how to do it right so they're going to go a couple movies so we might not see it for a couple of years or like mike said they might just not do it all together mm-hmm. because remember they're doing a different phase of the mcu now now they're going to go galactic and into inter- uh, and um, um extraterrestrial and all that stuff well, and, and mystic arts they're still you know? doing a uh, an ant-man 3 Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they, they got to finish the trilogy. They're gonna do the, uh, the Spider-Man, sort uh, Doctor Strange, right? Two, right? They're, Captain they're, Marvel two, Captain Marvel two. Yeah, I mean, this, this is all the phase. Well, this is all, but this is all part Spider-Man. of Phase Four. But, but, but the Black Panther two. So Sam Wilson could show up in any of those terrestrial. Yeah, ones. but they, but they won't. They're gonna they're gonna keep. I think, in my opinion, they're gonna keep Black Panther isolated. They're not gonna go back to the any of the original Avengers stuff except for cameos. Yeah. And, and I think that with Sam, they're, they're not going to do it. Cameos because, count. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. Let's also remember, Sam and Bucky are going to be in their own show on that Disney Plus app. Oh, really? That is confirmed. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Uh, no. I, I Actually, when you said that, I do remember that. But I haven't heard much about what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be. Well, they, they, they're calling it they're calling it Falcon and uh, is it Falcon and Winter Soldier, Falcon and Bucky. I can't remember what they're calling it, but it's one of the shows. Does so he, he might shield? be as Captain America. There, I don't know. Is he going to be Captain oh, America with the Falcon wings like he did in the comics, where he was yeah. horribly done? <laughs> like he was horribly done. And plus, I mean, can you imagine him flying? You know, he's not Captain America, but he's still Falcon, and he's just flying along. And you know, he's going to get pulled over by the cops for flying too fast. And wow. yeah. well, like a nice neighborhood, sir. And, and I don't think you have a house my, around here, do you? My I'm Captain you America. My, you take away my thunder about talking about you know people complaining about it being affirmative affirmative action, Captain America. I'm like, wow, you guys are fucked up. Yeah, you know. But I mean, well, the thing is, though, I mean, we, you know, Bucky, because I had a lot of people ask me that, like, you know, well, why didn't he give it to Bucky? And I'm like, well, I. I can only answer what makes sense to me um, and even what makes sense to Bucky because Bucky, you know, well, he was told not to look mad in the movie, of course, obviously, but I mean, he doesn't <laughs> look mad is that it like a, like um, Hawkeye, he has a lot of debt. He's got a lot of bad blood in his past and it's like, you don't really want that to be the symbol of America. You know, even though the general public at large wouldn't know that, but we would know it and it's like, you know, do I really want, you know, to think that this guy had been a brainwashed murderer throughout time? Captain America, it's like, eh, let's just leave it at somebody wholesome, someone that's done good, da 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 da. You know, sounds like course yeah, for the I, par. Par for right. the course, I mean. Yeah. Par, core for the par. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Rename. Oh, actually, any other points before we go into this? No, I think I'm good for okay. now. I, I think we're good at I just want to say one thing. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. 
I, as much as I don't like what they've done with Thor making him too comedic, I think Chris Hemsworth does pull off the comedic stuff really well. Well, he's now where he belongs. I mean, but he's become so comedic that he belongs with that group. You know, yeah. there's really, there'd be nowhere else right. for him to fit, you know. Right. All right, let's go into it. Renaming the film. I'll go first. Avengers Endgame. Who needs sex? <laughs> Mike? Uh, I call it Avengers. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll shit on the DCU. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you see gigs on the go. <laughs> Ralph? Avengers Endgame. Killing Thanos twice because it's just so nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now let's go for it. Ratings for Avengers Endgame. Ralph? I give it 12 out of 10 chopped off Thanos heads by Stormbreaker. I went for the head this time. <laughs> and Joe, if you, Joe the intern, if you're counting, that's a perfect score. 12 out of 10. Credit. Which, with extra credit. Wait, let me finish my statement. God damn it. Extra credit. Which is so weird when I was a kid and I got 103 and I was like, that doesn't feel like a thing. That was whatever. just your temperature. You had a fever. You imagined that. You imagined that good grade. <laughs> wow, you're fucked up. Wow. Wait till off the podcast, Mike. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the movie ten Molniers in the most worthy hands ever out of ten. Mjolnir. Whatever. That hammer. That's yeah, not Thor's hands are pretty worthy, thank you kindly. Yeah. <laughs> um, give it a second. Give it a second. <laughs> sometimes it takes a moment. Uh, I give it nine and a half. Don't be who you're supposed to be. Be the best version of who you are out of ten. Mm, yeah. Great words. Great yep. words. And it actually uh, sums up the movie as well. Because that's what I'm saying. Like they didn't follow a lot of the tropes. It's like they, they didn't they didn't make the movie of what it's supposed to be. They made it the best version of what it what it should have been. You know. Um, all right, so there you have it. Avengers Endgame. I don't even know how to even end it off because it's just not even go see it, experience it, and don't be afraid to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. Yeah, it's next. I'm still worthy. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak. So download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now let's talk. I couldn't even hear. What did you say? Now with less Tony. It's like now with less. Aww. Aww. <laughs> all right, everybody. You know, you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we rarely make it under a minute. I can't make excuses. And with this podcast right now, we're almost hitting about an hour thirty. We can go long. It should be a two-minute geeks on the go, but we're not going to do that. 
Yeah, if that's the case, just to make it under time, we can make it an hour geeks on the go. And just answer the question in a minute and a half. And and time Mike Wright for interrupting with a snarky fucking comment. All right, ready, set, go. What do you imagine DC executives were saying after watching Endgame? Mike. Justice League was just as good. Trump said so. But the liberal snowflakes don't want us to succeed. <laughs> Damn, that was a good movie. You see, guys? That's how we're supposed to do it. Are you All taking right. notes? <laughs> For Matt Reeves' Batman movie, which is the newest Batman movie coming out, do you prefer a known actor to play Batman or a new upstart? Ralph. I would prefer someone I've never seen before, like myself. If you want Please. headshots, just reach out. I don't even think they want head from you. Uh, Mike. Wow. An unknown actor works best. In fact, here's my resume. Uh, two, over two, I guess. <laughs> All right. So in phase four of the MCU, the new big bad villain replaces Thanos, that replaces Thanos should be blank. But instead, we get blank. Mike. Should be the scrolls, but instead we'll probably get Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Time is up. Ralph, how do you answer the question? It should be Galactus, but we'll probably get MODOK. <laughs> hey, they had Modoc at one point. So, who had Modoc? Um, what? Well, yeah, was well, um, the, Modoc was in the MCU. When he's the Captain America. Um, 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 um what do you call it? Winter no, Soldier. You're, you're talking, talking about, about Arnim Zola. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Modoc. Remember no. when they go, when they that big, go to... that big face on the screen? Yeah, it was Arnim Zola. Zola. Was it Arnim Zola? Was it yeah. Modoc? No. Yeah, that's no. It's Arnim Zola. Ah, Zola's the just, face in the screen. Modok is the big brain with the yeah. floating chair. In the first Captain America, there's like this really weird suit of, of metal, like robotic suit. And I think that's oh. um, uh, that'll be Arnim Zola's suit if he had actually put him in it. All right. All right. I stand corrected. And the last question Will there ever be such a movie like Endgame in the next 10 years? Ralph. Obviously, no. They're gonna do something better. Duh. Come on. Okay. I, I I'll I'll challenge you with that in a second, Mike. Yes, because Endgame will be available on Blu-ray and DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as um, the making, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's let's put it this way: if you had asked us ten years ago, with anything ever been like this, the answer would have been like no. I don't know. I just kind of feel like not that they can't do better because obviously the team that Kevin Feige has in in his Marvel Studios is a great team. But to be able to do it again for the length of time that they had, I'm not sure if they could do it again the same way. And it's not going to have the same feeling. I don't know if it's because we've already seen the success already and we're going to be kind of soured by it or... It shouldn't be the same way. It should be something new, something better. They should I was take, just about to say the same take, thing. Yeah. Take the elements that worked and do something else with them and make them, make them their own and make it better so that way you don't have a, a, a rinse and repeat of the same movies, you know? Yeah. No, 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 not, now, I'm not saying a rinse and repeat. What I'm saying is that like the same kind of impact. Like what We can all agree we saw Endgame and it, it kind of blew our minds. Now, can can they blow our minds again? I don't. I'm not sure if they can. All you not, need, not like this. You need is the right story to tell and the right people to tell the story. Yeah, and also you have to remember it's going to be hard because, you know, we we will have seen it, but you know, generations coming up, they may have seen Endgame and they may have watched all the movies, but it's going to be something newer for them, or they may not watch the old ones. You know, it's just it's just all depends. You know, we might get fatigued. I, you know what? You know? I, 
I look forward to the day that Endgame is referred to as a classic. Just so I can see <laughs> what's the new stuff that's out there. It, it, oh, in today's Scarface, world, that'll be two years. In, oh, wow. in, this, in this generation, that's two years from now. So, <laughs> no, like the kids, like the kids, fucking say, really? Um, Endgame, yo, you're watching that movie, yo, throwback, yo, yeah. throwback. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hate that shit, that throwback shit. <laughs> anyway, um, shout out. Does anybody have any shout outs? Yes, to the Russo brothers. Keep doing a good job. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Look at you trying to Mike, Mike trying to make sure just in case they listen to get yeah. that. I like of course. I would like to also shout out to the Russo brothers and to everybody on the crew of Endgame and in the Marvel universe. You guys did an incredible job. Can't wait to see what you guys bring to the table next. And if you guys want to come on the podcast, hey, you know, more than welcome. Well, more than welcome? Yeah, more than welcome. Oh, more than welcome. Okay. Well, being that you two are doing that, I'll also shout people out, but I'm not going to shout out the Russo brothers, but they did a great job. I'm going to shout out John Favreau and Joss Whedon, who helped begin this this journey. Because Favreau was the one who said Iron Man, and hey, look, could you help my friend Robert Downey Jr.? He's really trying to you know, get things together. Let's have him as Tony Stark. Let's see what happens. And then Joss Whedon is the one that made the whole team come together because if you went by Thor 1 and not for nothing Captain America 1 and said hey look we're going to put all these guys together on a team based on those movies you wouldn't be that confident but Joss Whedon made it work he knows well, Joss Whedon can kiss my ass and he knows why do you ever remember do you remember ever seeing MFG the werewolf slayer no no that's because it didn't happen he lied to me <laughs> well, well what are you I talking can, about? I, they were doing the pilot episode like three weeks ago you didn't get yeah. that call no. <laughs> oh. Wow. Well, well, first I'll say, well, even more reason for me to love Joss Whedon. <laughs> and they have Kerry but, Washington playing MFG. And you know I'm better looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you guys have the same size forehead, so it's the same. It's okay. <laughs> what did you even notice? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a weave, so she should be covering that up. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I do well, want to shout out to Matt Reeves. I'm sure he's looking fantastic in whatever you're wearing. And again, if you need my resume. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One person, two people I'll shout out is um, Johannes and Johannes! Kev. And Kev, Kev, where the fuck are you guys? Where the fuck are you guys? Seriously. What's going on? No love? Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> a- anything else before we close out? Nope. Get the hell oh. out of here. We apologize for the length of this broadcast oh and yeah, one more shout out shout, shut up shout out to my two to my two ladies down south who are listening to the podcast and telling me you make our ride special and the fact that half of that is mfg i don't know how to feel about that <laughs> oh, half wait what am i chopped liver well me and you combined together make one like when you look at the dialogue as in regards to words and numbers mike outwords us by a lot us combined me and you damn I always knew Mike was full of hot air. Now and I always just... knew you both shared one brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I oh, get it on the that. weekends. Oh, look at that. <laughs> wow. That just sounds like something else. <laughs> so, but but what, you know what we are? We're out of time. So for MFG Mike the Finance Guy and R2 Square Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And will we ever experience a movie like Endgame? Not sure. Yeah. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Let's oh, go. Oh, fuck out of here. No. <laughs> I'm still worthy. <laughs>